0: there ladies and gentlemen welcome to talking games this is episode 197 today is may 25th 2018 i am matt wood your host joined by hugh perry hi and no one else just the two of those Ooh. Ooh. we can mm.
1: make it if we try that's basically mm. my tradition every time i do a, a duo a duo, one of these. Tu- I have to say, a duo. Yeah, a duo. A duo. A two duo. We,
0: we speak. We speak American here. You sorry. But, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we don't say duo. We say twoo. Twoo. Okay. Uh, because it's two, not do. Uh, That's true.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose do do a comes from from the Latin. Um, yes. You know, of which English is a derivative. So. You mm. know. I'll just get my pipe out and, yeah. and and school you on some language. I'm just welcome making that to, up. In my, I'm, guessing, to, uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. due or duo is Latin. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm not 70, so I didn't do Latin in school. Well,
0: so, yeah, I, that that was always a thing in like British schools. Is it not anymore? No, I mean. Uh, I'm sorry. In and in, in the UK, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, but that great. was always a thing, like like studying Latin. I know that I was really heavily focused on. Is it not so much? And no, I in, mean, say, I, I, uh, I, I in, think in Wells?
1: Um I mean, it wasn't when I was in school. I i I, mean, I think it might be one of those things that's kind of taught maybe more in um, schools where the uh, the rich and well-to-do send their children, mm. shall we say? Um, mm. So not people like I. Um, the, the rabble, um, but yeah, I mean, we did like, you know, actual useful languages like French and German. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. no Spanish, which is weird. Um, yeah, but yeah. So hey, not that I remember much of the French or German I learned. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm struggling
0: to remember most of the English I learned most of the time. I, I know. So. I took, I took three years of Spanish and I got nothing. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I got basic stuff, but I can't, like, carry a conversation on or anything like that. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. They, they seem to focus on the uh, the foreign language skills uh, kind of like in high school, and I feel like it makes way more sense to do it at a younger age.
1: Yeah, that's one thing, like... Obviously, here in Wales, we're kind of... Um, I mean, I don't know in Scotland how much, like, Gaelic they speak, they teach in the schools, but, like, obviously in Wales, Welsh is a thing. Um, but it's an incredible, incredibly difficult language to learn. Um, so unless you do it at a very, yo- like, a young age, um, which, when I was in what we call primary school, I guess it would be kindergarten to you guys. Like,
0: a, like an elementary kind of school?
1: Um, yeah. yeah, sort of like up until you're, like, nine ten years old um uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there was very little Welsh taught in my school, and then it was like one lesson a week in high school um and for a language which say like learning French and German, and say like Italian and Spanish, they were all Latin derivatives, so you know they as English speakers, you can kind of recognize parts of those languages as being mm-hmm. familiar to you right. um, whereas Welsh is like derived from um, like old, an old Celtic language right um, it's, so it's, it's like one of different. the oldest languages in the world like right. Welsh it, Welsh literally has like uh, like technology um, the, there's very few um words for technological items in Welsh, so one thing that um the Welsh love to do is make up silly names for like pieces of technology so um the Welsh for oven is popty um hmm. I so heard that I think microwave um I think there is actually now a Welsh word for microwave, but microwave is affectionately known in in Wales as popty ping. So it translates as the oven that goes ping. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) That's better. That's a a, a little Welsh lesson for you. Um, Ah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, unfortunately, I think think maybe when I have kids, I am going to send them to, like, Welsh language school so they can learn Welsh when they're younger. So hopefully I will start picking some up through necessity yeah. then because it is a um um I mean it's not like the predominant language in Wales is is English. Um and that's kind of on the back of the fact that for many years the teaching of Welsh was banned. Um Yeah, that's never good. No. Um it's no, one that's way to try good. and kill off a language. Um yeah. so it's you know it's slowly making like the number of Welsh speakers is growing, but, you know, it's taking time. Nice.
0: Yeah. Well, that concludes our episode of Talking Etymology. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now let's uh, talk but, things that are built with code and yes, video games. Yes. yes. Let's let's talk about the thing that is uh, bringing our culture down. Hard together, <laughs> yeah, Depending be, on how you want to yeah. look at
1: it. Yeah, causing uh, kids to go and do stuff that they shouldn't.
0: Yes, or yeah. Uh, I, here's the thing. Uh, you know, it's the last week of school, and uh, the past week we've had finals, so our afternoons have been kind of clear. Yeah. So I've brought, I brought my PlayStation to work, uh, nice. And we've been playing like Rock Band and stuff like that because, of course, um, <laughs> because it's you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, the kids will see the the kids will see like the PlayStation and stuff, and they get all excited because they think, oh my god, like what the what the, what the fuck are we going to do? I have to break their hearts and say you ain't touching it. Um, <laughs> this is but, uh, this is for Mister Wood. Yeah, this is for the adults uh, <laughs> yeah. who are supposed to be grading your papers. And Fortnite um, is not installed on this. Thing. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's uh, some of the kids will ask about Fortnite. But I heard a couple of kids say, you know, something along the lines of like, uh, like Fortnite is just it's out, it's out.
1: Like it's, oh, well, it's becoming um,
0: not mm-hmm. hip anymore, is it? I guess so. I think we're you know I don't know. I don't know, but I have to, I have to kind of say as cliche and as was, you know, weird as it might sound, I do have to kind of keep my ear to the train tracks of these kids sometimes to like pick up on like, what is, <laughs> what is quasi hip or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess, I guess uh, as far as Fortnite is concerned that I, uh, or as far as these, these kids are concerned, uh, that it's, uh, it's, it's not as awesome as it used to be. Well, the thing is so, it, like... Hmm.
1: I um and I don't mean this in like speaking ill of the game in any mean any way shape or form, but as with everything that explodes like that and is played by sure. young people and people like me with short attention spans, um, right. it's going to end up plateauing at some point. Um, so I mean, I I know a few people who are just kind of like I've played that game to death and I'm I'm done with it.
0: Yeah, um, I purposely burnt myself out on it.
1: Yeah, so, and yeah. um, you know, I guess the numbers are going to diminish eventually just mm-hmm. by, you know, the natural course course of things so
0: it'll be interesting right i mean to it's see. like it's like with any big fad you got like a month and a half uh before you get to like separate okay who is here just to kind of enjoy the initial thing and then who's here to like like you straight with like the long haul like i, I like like pokemon go for example like yeah. there's of course still people playing that but you know most people have kind of fallen off
1: yeah and i mean you know there is there is a propensity to keep people involved in things like that. I mean, you look at overwatch, the player base for overwatch is still slowly in terms of like how many people have played the game. They've not long hit 40 million. So, you know, I, I think with overwatch, they've done a very good job of people keeping people interested with new maps, new characters, the overwatch league, um, and their questionable players. um, You know, so, like, like Fortnite have just... um, Well, not Fortnite, Epic have just um, Mm -hmm. actually injected um, or committed to inject $100 million into um, Fortnite tournaments. So, I'm guessing the pro scene for that is... I mean, it's already there, but I don't think it's quite, like, prominent as other, like, pro leagues. Um, So... I would hazard a guess that soon we're going to start seeing like really big um, Fortnite tournaments that are shouted about with maybe, you know, I don't know whether they're going to have um, like pro teams involved, um, like, you know, maybe like Cloud9 and Optic and Phase, or they're going to invite streamers like Shroud and Ninja and Summit to come and play with it. Um, but, you know, there's a massive prize pool of money there because um, I was reading the other day I think I can't remember, was it? No, I think I don't know if I heard him right but I'm sure Ninja said like so far it, the last, I think I think he said t- eight, eight, nine weeks um, Epic have made something ridiculous like $250 million from the sale mm. of like skins in Fortnite wow. <laughs> God. So, th- hence them just being able to go, yep, here's yeah. a shit ton of money. Yep. Let's get a pro scene going that's, you know, got a fair weight of money behind it. So, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens with that.
0: Yeah, understood and appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but, but not supported. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not supported, exactly right. Yep. Um uh, let's talk about some of the games that we've been playing. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I, I, you know what, Hugh? I'm gonna be selfish. I'm gonna take the step first step. Do it. I want you to. Because uh, glorious game to speak about. It is one of my favorite games, and it has, n- I, I didn't pick it up when it first came out. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, for PlayStation 4. Um, like, I'm talking about, like, I've played this on the PS2. I, I played it on, um on uh, the PS3 when that, that, that eco uh, shadow collection came out yeah, and uh, th- I thought oh my god this game will never look better oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know man I, I'm willing to say that easily this is the definitive shadow of the Colossus
1: nice yeah I'm, I mean I need to pick that up I need to pick it up because I love that game it's stunning
0: right I, and I, I gotta admit you know like I haven't seen what other people have been saying about it I I just uh, I'm kind of going off of like my own memory of Shadow of the Colossus, and uh, it feels right. It feels great, and it looks amazing. So I have to assume that everyone. I mean, what's the what's the reception on this thing? Do you know? I'm,
1: as as far as I know, I think it was received like really really well. Um, right. I, th- I, think. I think
0: I think a lot of people initially when they heard that it was coming out because they made an announcement at E3, like at yeah. the PlayStation uh, stage. And honestly, I don't think that was probably the best place to announce a, Oh Jesus, it's it's what, 13-year-old game? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it's, like, unless you're going to do something completely dramatically different with it, like, say, like, the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, I I don't think, like, an HD remaster uh, is the best place to, like, you know, uh, the E3 stage is not the best place to, like, because that's not people don't want to hear that about, about that stuff. Those things are almost a dime a dozen. And, you know, ultimately, this does not add anything to Shadow of the Colossus. If you played Shadow of the Colossus, it's not like... You, you're not getting something that you haven't already played. It's just a beautiful version of that thing. Because I
1: think... Um, I remember watching... Um, cause Jacksepticeye did a playthrough of it on his YouTube channel and it's like, he's obsessed with that game. I think it's probably like mm-hmm. his favorite game of all time. If I'm it's not mistaken. It's up there for me. Um, and I think I remember him saying something about like some of the, like the audio has been tweaked, like the, mm. the sounds have been sort of refined and re-recorded and stuff like that it does
0: look like a little bit of an overhaul like I will yeah. have to give it that credit but like it's and I think still the controls faithful.
1: have been tweaked slightly as well right um. uh,
0: yeah but I mean it's still I mean that's the thing about shadow is it, it's all it was always kind of a it it never felt perfect you know like it was always like like when you like jump and have to grab onto something. Like there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, I probably not going to land this, you know, like yeah. like when you're climbing up on one of the beast and uh you know, your stamina bar is about to deplete and you have to make that last desperate jump. Uh you know, like and there's always a good chance that you just fall off and you know, have to just start right back up. Yeah. And uh you know, uh I don't know. I I I don't necessarily. I mean, if it if there are changes, they have to be pretty minor. Um, yeah,
1: I think it was more just sort of refinements because I think sure. it was just sort of like how the um, the movement handles and stuff like that. I don't think it was like a major overhaul, and I think maybe even just sort of like the which buttons do what, like the layout mm-hmm. of the controls was maybe right. just sort of made a bit more user friendly. Yeah, um, I mean,
0: and I and I'm not good. At, I'm not good with more modern games, especially things like this. Uh, like like for example, if someone changes the the controls on say like Mario Bros. three, like immediately like I'll be like no this is this mm-hmm. is because it. it's like muscle memory almost. Um, but like say like something like this like you know I have to like relearn a few of the uh, of, of the of the controls of the and you know things like pulling out your bow and switching out from your sword. Um, but I mean. That's kind of one of the nice things about Shadow is it's such a minimalist game. It, 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 I got I to be honest, dude. Uh, I, I've enjoyed what I've played of God of War. Mm-hmm. It's taken me a while to get into it. Uh, I still haven't fully gotten into it. I mean, uh, apparently, obviously, but in fact, that I'm playing, once again, a 13-year-old game.
1: I, I mean, uh, I think with... This, With me, with God of War, I think the fact that, like, I. When it came out, I was just like, right, this is the only thing Mm. I'm playing right now. And I played it for, like, several hours at a time. So I think unless you can sort of. And
0: and that's not. That's exactly what I'm not. Put time into it
1: like that, I think it is. It it probably is a tricky game to get yourself going in.
0: But uh, back to uh, one of the things I was saying is that. you know, that game has a lot of mechanics, right? It has a lot of, like, uh, you can, like, tweak various, you know, uh, I guess moves and attacks and things like that. And there's something about Shadow and the fact that it's, like, you got a sword, you got a bow, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that, that, that's it. And yeah, and there's, you don't no, get, you don't there's upgrade no upgrades
1: it. or anything like that, is it? Yeah, so. No, nah,
0: the only thing that you get is that you upgrade, like, your stamina and your health, hmm. and that's about it. Uh, I think you also upgrade, like, your ability to breathe underwater, I think. I'm not that far into it. Yeah, uh, I think I remember that happening. Yeah, because so you fight... You I fight yeah, you have to fight, like, a, a sea monster, a sea colossi. Mm. A colossi. Yeah, but, my God, that game. Like, it, it's... You know, it, it it that music is incredible, like... It it really is I think one of the best experiences uh, ever created in video games. Yeah, I think, and I th- th- I think is, that's
1: that's is, the best word for it is an experience. Right, like it's it's just like you say it's re- like remarkable in its simplicity, um, and,
0: and it's so it's so refreshing that like you know in in the industry where anything that's successful is beaten into the ground uh like we we've never received a sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. We've never uh you know, we, we've gotten a couple of remakes, but I think I think honestly that's because, you know, it does need to be accessible.
1: Yeah. And have Team Michael ever done any sequels?
0: No. I mean, I they've done what like, three games, head. right? Eco, Last Guardian and uh, Shadow, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: I mean, it took what 10 years for last it couldn't have been 10 years was it 10 years for last guardian it,
1: it was a chunk of time because i think originally they announced it it was going to be on ps3
0: yeah, it, yeah oh, no no de- it definitely was it definitely they was, delayed it i um, think at the very least it was at least six or seven it was last guardian was an embarrassing <laughs> yeah i still haven't yeah. played that i need to i have it i haven't either yeah and, mm. and you know that's the thing too heard... i don't know why
1: some like I've heard it's good, but I hear it's you know, it has a lot of um, frustrating things about it. So
0: right, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how much of that is also just uh, a bit of like you know expectations of this game took this long. Uh, yeah, to make- and also the weight of like what's come before it because I like yeah. Ico is a great game as well. But um, yeah, if you play it today, you're like, okay, like that's the way I, you know, with Shadow a little bit, like there's some very clunky things uh, in that mm-hmm. game, like you get on the horse and turning around is just kind of like, oh, it's very, you know, clunky, but, yeah, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I still think that game is incredible. It, it, I'm having a blast playing it again. It I, is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just it is- there's no two ways about it. It's like it, it is a classic. Like it's it still just... is. It's it it still in like honestly I was impressed uh, cuz in video games we see so much now. Like like you know in God of War there's some amazing uh, set pieces and things like that. But it really is uh fascinating to see that effect of when you see your first Colossus and it's just like like you feel Impossibly small against something that you have to not only, you know, scale but also bring down. I don't know. It it still feels like that sense of like, uh, it it just, uh, I guess weight, it, it's still there. And hmm. uh, I, I I thought that was very cool because I was wondering if that would just be kind of a dated concept, but it's not. It's still awesome.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, because the world is like. Um, I mean, to the best of my re- recollection, there isn't a huge amount in it. No. So a lot of the bad. time, like, you you do feel... You spend a lot of that game feeling very small. And like you say, when right. you first come up against uh, Colossus and you just sort of, like, look up at it and you realize that you've, you've got to climb, like, up its legs, yeah. up its back, and then you've got to stab it in the head and whilst, you know, m- clinging on for for your life and stuff like that and it's right and then when when it goes down it's just like you know the crash it makes and the fact that you, you you fall with it and it's yeah just such a brilliantly sort of well thought out like well designed experience
0: yeah i mean that's that's actually a point where you bring about about the map and how like it's just there's nothing there and you know you're by yourself like 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 the only creatures that are that are there it's your eu it's your horse and 16 colossi and uh you know because of that you know that barren kind of just like valley landscape yeah when you see a colossus it is jarring because you go from nothing to just yeah just like oh oh i gotta i gotta climb this building shaped creature Mm -hmm. and stab it in its head yeah multiple times right but yeah, that yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to get that remaster of that game because, like I, like I said, I can't, I can't remember whether I got the HD remaster for PS3. Um, I mean, regardless, it's a long time since I played that game, so maybe it's time for a, a revisit. Uh,
0: yeah, and it's not. I don't think it's that much. I I borrowed a copy, uh, but I think it's like forty bucks or something. So and it's probably already on sale. Yeah, like like, it, like games usually are.
1: Yeah, I'll check it out. See how much it is. So. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You got so me tell me now. about Destiny Two expansions. Peggle, 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 Peggle. Yeah, boy. Tell um, me about Peggle. I'll
1: start with Peggle. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, I subscribed to EA Origin on my PC, and they kind of do like similar things to like Twitch Prime and stuff like that. Now they they give i guess they always have but every now and then they have a free game and um the most recent one was peggle and i've always heard mm. like good things about it like if you like things like bejeweled and sort of puzzle games like that yeah this is a really like good one of a, a game of that elk it's not a match three mm. game but um so yeah i was like screw it i'll I'll download it, I'll, I'll give it a try. And, like, if you've never played Peggle, the basic concept is you have um, basically like a cannon at the top of the screen, and it follows your cursor wherever you sort of put it on the screen. Um, and you have loads of little dots around, at least, well, early levels, you have loads of little dots on the screen, and some of them are colored orange. And your basic objective is. Um, before you run out of balls, um, you have to eliminate all of the orange um, pegs. Mm -hmm. So you get, like, if you score basically every time you shoot the ball, every peg you hit, you score points for. So I think every time if you score over 20 points, uh, 20,000 points with one ball, you get an extra ball. And there's also kind of like this... um, like a sliding thing at the bottom that goes back and forth and it's got a hole in it, and you forget it in the hole, you get an extra an extra ball there um and it's just like ridiculously simple yet yeah, like insanely addictive, like it's just one of those like one more level type games where you'll just play mm-hmm. it for ages and you're like, yeah, I'll I do this level, oh I've done it, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do the next one too, yeah, um, it's but it's good, like it kind line. of like. Um, it starts you off simple. It's just a case of, like, clear all these yellow dots. But then, like, it starts adding in sort of, like, flat rectangular pieces that join together. So you'll have, like, an orange piece, like, in the middle of all these other blue pieces, and you've got to get rid of those. And then later levels, you'll have, like, shapes made out of those flat pieces, which are rotating or, like, moving around the screen. Um, and it's just, like, if you enjoy, um sort of i guess you could say it's like a physics based puzzle game really because mm-hmm. there is part of it is basically sort of like right i can sort of if i um aim at this sort of edge of this um orange ball i can like cannon off that onto another ball and then you can sort of kind of plan out like where you think the trajectory of the ball is going to be and maybe try and sort of do some, make up up some trick shots for yourself. So um, I'm kind of, I'm not sure if it might have been Justin who mentioned it to me ages ago, saying that he like really likes that game. It might have been Justin. Um, But yeah, like I I was just like, I'll download it. I'll give it a go. And it's it's really, really good fun.
0: Right. And you know, in this day and age, like puzzle games are, Kind of a dime a dozen. Yeah. And uh you know it it's I, Peckles Peggle's like what, about ten years old now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, uh, yeah. I mean it it doesn't it doesn't look a particularly great game by any means. Like it's not even yeah. in like I'm playing it on my TV and it's not even in like widescreen. It's like oh, <laughs> square really? format. Yeah, there's like black yeah. borders either side of the screen. Um yeah. but yeah, it's like yeah. I'm I'm assuming well, I don't know. Maybe if was it
0: a a mobile game originally because it's made by PopCap. Ooh. I don't know. I I remember it exploding on Xbox Live. So mm. I I don't know if that was like where it first hit big or if it like it was like on PC and like got popular there. Yeah, kind of like a bejeweled, I guess. Yeah, uh, but I would imagine you could pick up uh, fairly oh cheap. God, right what now. was it? Snood? Was it Snood? What was a puzzle game? Mm. I I keep on remember. Hold on. I can't remember.
1: Um, there are Peggle games for iPhone. There's one called Peggle it was Blast. Nude. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a good fun game. Um yep. But um, unlike um, the somewhat buggy and frustrating State of Decay Two, um, <laughs> which I also played. Thankfully, it's part of the uh, Game Pass service on Xbox One, so I didn't um pay anything more than my monthly subscription for it sure um i did a live stream of it so if you want to it's archived I'll, I'll back it up to youtube sometime but if you want to go and check it out on our um the archive of our twitch streams then go and check it out mm. um there is a good game in there um but i just feel like it this game really could have done with being a, given a more time to just be polished. Because um, I s- started it off and everything was going fine. Um, you know, going around houses, looting, finding, you know, parts for crafting stuff and mm-hmm. ammunition and guns and sort of, you know, you, similar to the first game, really, you know, in that respect. Um... And then you set up your first sort of, you know, this is your first sort of outpost type thing and you start getting a group of people together who are relying on you and you have to find resources for and so on and so forth. So I'm just, you know, merrily playing away and then all of a sudden the UI as the entire screen, any kind of like notification on the screen, so like the mini-map, my objectives in the corner um prompts to open doors and stuff like that um subtitles um descriptions of like what i need to do to complete a mission just start bugging the fuck out so like (laughs) i had like i had like strings of text coming up in the middle of the screen um and it was almost like someone had basically gone in and just picked out half of the letters that were in there, so all of the words Oh, God. It yeah. was just like uh, And I was just like, what? And then things just started like flickering like a freaking neon sign that's just like crapping out, and I was just like, this is ridiculous, I can't tell whether like, I-, I can walk up to a door I can't tell whether I'm able to open it or not, because there's no prompt coming up there's like, I don't know where I'm what direction I need to go in. I can't see my mission objectives. Um, I was just like... Uh, I, got, I, got, I got to the point where I just like... I sat in my chair and I just sat back and just sort of raised my arms in anguish and just like was like... I was, I was just sat there thinking to myself, how is it a game that's been given... Like, this is the sort of... Yeah. Pat, uh- since Sea of Thieves, which was... Um, you know, i got a lukewarm reception and everybody I know who played it is sort of disappointed in it. Um, I know there's some people who have fun with the game. Um, but this game was meant to be sort of like one of the, you know, the next killer app for um, Microsoft exclusives and um, the Game Pass service. Right. Um, and I know it's not a full price game, so I don't expect it to be you know, the textures in the game to be, you know, crisp and really nicely detailed. Like it doesn't, it's not a particularly pretty looking game, which is fine. I don't, that doesn't bother me. Um, but like the first sort of hour of playing it, um, I don't know whether everybody's playthrough will start like that or whether it just the game starts at a random time of day. But the lighting in it is terrible. Like, I could not see a damn thing for ages. And the torch they give you is shit. Like, you yeah. can see about two feet in front of you, which is, like, infuriating. Like, I had people in chat, just like, Bobby, like, popped up in the chat on Twitch. And he was just like, how can you see where you're going? And I was like, right now, I'm I'm not sure. Like, I'm just guessing where things are. Um, so, Was the first State of the K game good? Um, for its time, yes, I think it was one of those games that, um, like I, I downloaded it and played it for a few hours when I first got my Xbox. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, I can see where, you know, a good, um, current generation game can be made from this, you know, Mm -hmm. this frame. Um and like I said there is a good game in there like they they right. just need Potential's to fix there. it but the problem is the other problem is for me from what I played at the first one and I think I played maybe 8 hours of it um right now this game feels um like pretty much more of the same like there's there's base building aspects to it which are um a lot more um like involved than the the first game, which is cool i I like that mechanic it's you know it's got a lot of promise like you can sort of get your outposts and stuff making med kits and so on and so forth, and um you can build a garden so they become self sufficient food wise and things like that um but the issue is like i'm i think including the twitch stream, I've played maybe three hours of the game and i've already got like the one outpost that i'm um i have set up complaining that there's no beds for them and complaining that there's no food for them and stuff like that and the game isn't doing a very good job of explaining to me how i'm supposed to get food to these people because everywhere i go i'm not finding food like i managed to um clear out and claim um like a pizzeria like a, that's mm-hmm. the second place that i um sort of claimed as one of my um outposts i guess but like not my main base but like an outpost so i was like great okay this is a uh an eatery so i'm guessing maybe food can come from there and it's always got like like a pizza symbol on it um and you go back, and it's almost as if the game is telling you, like, go here, you can get food, and you can take it back to your base. But I can't figure out, like, how that is meant to happen. Like, I walk around, I'm looking for things that I can pick up, if there's boxes, that, are, like a stash that I need to search that um, has the food in, and it's just nothing there. So I think it's... It's also frustrating um, if you're somebody who's new Mm -hmm. to it, which, like I am, I didn't get very far in the first State of decay, and you shouldn't make games assuming that people have paid the previous um, games in in the series. It's not doing a very good job of sort of explaining to me, like, if you, you know, clear out and have enough reputation points to um, claim a restaurant or something like that as yours. You can go there every 30 minutes or something like that and get this much food and take it back to your base and it'll give, you know, feed the survivors. Um, Same with the whole bed situation. Like I've got in my base, I've got too many people for the beds there. But when I unlocked it, it was fine. And I haven't picked up any new people, so I just don't know how that's happening. Um, so
0: yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Um,
1: yeah. So so far, um, I'm. <laughs> uh, it, it's a very frustrating game. I think I would probably, I would probably get more out of it and be able to tolerate it better. Um, playing it with people, which you could do, um, but I haven't had a chance to do that. But. It's like, it feels like, um, regardless of, um, what you can do to make it better for yourself, it's just a very, very rough around the edges, um, game. And it's a shame because like I said, I think this was a chance for them to take what they did in the original game, which I think was really well received. Like I know people who love that game, um, and mm-hmm. you know, sort of really sort of expand on that concept and make it better. And I think it's just um, what's the what's the
0: price on this thing?
1: Um, I think um about you know, I think it's thirty dollars. Okay. I think over here it's twenty five if like if you pay for it. Um, but like I said, it's on the Game Pass, so I I got it that way. Right. Um so it, like I said, I know it's not a full price game, so I don't expect
0: it to look great. Yeah, but, but I mean, I think there should be an element of polish there cuz I don't think a game like this is supposed to look too too great. Uh it's supposed to be kind of you know, what it is, you know. Um Yeah.
1: But to me it doesn't I, like it doesn't uh, look that like looks wise it doesn't look that
0: big of a leap from the first. Right. I got to say dude, like this is I'm looking at it, and uh, granted I don't know. I've never played it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I don't see. Uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing know, is, 15, is that like dollars maybe. I, I think 30, $30 seems like a tall order, yeah. especially given as many problems as you say it has.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll patch it and make it better, um, but that like that UI glitch, like how how a game's been put out with that big of a, an issue yeah um on day like fine if it's there when you put it out but day one patch fix it um but the other thing is about it is the zombies in the game so far like I've just run into like I think a game like that where like it's a survival game in its essence the the zombies should be like a threat like you should be like oh shit there's a zombie but like I I started off and I was like creeping around them but I got to the point where like they're not they're not that big of a deal like I was running into like groups of sort of like six or seven zombies you might take a little bit of damage because the zombies don't do a huge amount to you and you can just go in there with a hatchet and just swing like crazy because um, at all times you've always got um, an NPC character with you um, I say NPC. You can switch to controlling them, but you know you can't control two players at the same time. So I will okay. call them an NPC um, who also engage in the combat. So they're like attacking the zombies as well. So and it's just like the first time I went into like a group of zombies because like the areas you clear it, sometimes you come across them and they've got like there's eight zombies in this area and um, I can't remember what they call them some like is this one type of zombie that screams and basically attracts other zombies and you'll clear those area areas out and then that's it they're clear type thing so it's just like okay i'll take this tent like really careful um all the zombies started swarming on me and i was just like okay hack 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 i've done it and then like i had to use like one one set of bandages and i was like full health again i was like huh okay that these zombies, uh, like, you know, this this apocalypse is a slight hindrance, like the the zombies aren't really that much of a bother, so you know, I don't know why people get get that hungry really. They could just easily be out and about, fucking getting food anywhere because the zombies are just lame, really. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's, but you know, you know it, I gotta say, I think we talked about this uh, uh, in the past. I I, I'm a, I'm a bit on zombie fatigue right now. Mhm. You know? I, I think uh I think in video games it makes sense for zombies to be kind of a hordeish type of villain. Yes. Um and I understand that. Uh but I don't know, man. Like between this and Days Gone I just kinda Yeah. And I
1: just yeah. I just look at it and think like, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not done with it by any means. I, I I'll Sure. I'm gonna keep keep playing it and see how um, how they can evolve it and sort of fix the little issues with it. And I do want to try playing it with others because I think you can play it with up to three others. Hmm. Um, but regardless of that, I think it's just after Sea of Thieves, I think this is another Xbox exclusive that just falls short And it's a shame because they they announced the Game Pass service, they announced these exclusives. Um, You know, like, even before I got my Xbox, Bobby was like, oh, you can get State of Decay 2 is going to be, I think they refer to them as Play Anywhere titles. So you you can play it on, um, like, Windows 10 PCs. And, like, he was saying, like, earlier in the year, he was like, oh, I'm really excited to play play this game with you um, and I, I started looking to it, I was like yeah this, this game looks really cool so it's just a shame that you know, the X, Xbox exclusives just just keep not quite hitting the mark um, and I, I just think it's sort of so indicative of that console's lifespan so far um, but yeah it was it was frustrating. Shall yeah,
0: we say. I can imagine. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. I it 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 seems like it, it it there's a particular group that would probably be very into it. It's just I'm not there. I'm I i do not know. And it looks like I don't have much of a choice because I don't have an Xbox. So. That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's look at what's next. Uh you got some uh Destiny 2 expansions? Yeah, I'll speak I'll
1: speak briefly about these. I was gonna speak okay. about them um before. Um so I've been away from Destiny for a, quite a while now. Um and the second um expansion came out a few weeks back, which is called Warmind. Um I hadn't played through the first. So I was like, right, okay, there's a good chunk of content. Um waiting for me because i kind of um the post-end game for me just didn't really grab me so i just fell off destiny 2 like pretty fast after i'd completed the story um and i, I think these two expansions have been a bit mixed bag like the first one curse of osiris i enjoyed it to a point um like there's some stunning visuals um Mm -hmm. like you get to see um some of the planets in the game before um the vex like take them over and just like ravage them and it's like some of the like locations you go to are like stunning um but the missions um end up being a bit repetitive because the basic concept of it is that the vex are running have this sort of program where they c- constantly run scenarios of like combat um to mm-hmm. sort of basically to see the best way to defeat their enemies mm-hmm. Um and you have to go into these um scenarios and find this like big I guess kind of like a vex god type thing that's like threatening to destroy everything so you go into these things and basically a lot the, a lot of the missions are be, like you start you go in and there's a group of enemies a couple of them are like high level enemies you clear them out it unlocks this gate you open the gate you move on to the next section and um I don't know if it actually is but the game kind of almost hints as like those levels being procedurally generated but I I don't think they are um but quite a lot of the levels of that structure where it's just like, go into this simulation, clear this bit out, unlock this gate, move on, move on, move on, boss at the end, and it just got a bit... Um... I think the the story just about rescued that first expansion from being pretty dull, in all honesty. However, the Warmind expansion, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed so far. Like, they did a good job of, um stringing it out a little bit. I know that makes it sound like it's like a negative way, but the um, the way that you have to, um, at least when, if you're at the light, like the light level I was at, or the power level rather, I was at when I finished the first expansion, I went into the second expansion, did the first mission, and then I needed to get stronger before I could carry on with the next story mission. So there's other stuff to do that you unlock within that. Um, and it's just a much more sort of interesting story. Like there's a whole story about like, um, this girl whose family created, um, the Rasputin, um, weapon, which is an AI, um, and so on and so forth. So I won't spoil it if people haven't played it, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I've, I've completed it, but there's still stuff to go back to. Um, and I've added a lot to sort of like the, the, um, Patrol areas. Um, one thing which is pretty cool, um, um, they have. Um, I'll cl- speak quickly about them. They just have these things called escalation protocols. Um, and basically, you trigger them. And you like. I think the highest level one is like 380 power. So basically, you trigger them. And there's like four waves of enemies. And you have to defeat the first three. And then there's a boss. And I haven't seen anybody actually finish them yet. They're that difficult, but they're good fun, and it's nice to have like high level activity to do just as and when you want. Um, so yeah, Curse of Osiris, okay, but Warmind, very good, and it's nice to be back in
0: Destiny playing it. It's still a damn fine game to play. I I hear that a lot when people talk about Destiny. Uh, that it's like it, it seems like a game that people are like. Yeah, for like two or three weeks, I like to, I, I get it really into it. Then I take a break and I come back. You know, like, like it seems like it's not a game that people. Well, maybe not even like two or three weeks. People are like, okay, yeah, for like a week, I get really into Destiny. Then you know I go away and then I, I come back whenever expansion comes out or something else happens, and I'm into like I, I'm able to just kind of like jump back in and like appreciate uh, the yeah. familiarity.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and like that play that game like as a shooter just plays so well like it's a fun game to play it's a fun shooter to play so it scratched that that itch for me uh yeah right now so yeah i've enjoyed it like i said it's a bit of a mixed bag i'm interested to see what the third expansion is because they said it's going to be like the biggest expansion they've ever done across the two games so it would be interesting to see where destiny goes from there so yeah
0: yeah cool uh let's see. We got some news stories. Not a lot of news and uh you know the road to E3, what we're two weeks out. Two weeks out? Yeah, it's almost like people are holding things back. Man, they're trying to. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, but various leaks. There was quite a few leaks last week. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think this is gonna be a big E three. I think so too. I think a lot of things that uh I think we are I mean, it was kind of announced uh one of the uh higher ups over at Sony kinda of made that announcement that the PlayStation four is entering its like winter Final phase months or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um so I, I think we're gonna be seeing a lot of uh a lot of the um a lot of the uh kind of teased games. That we have uh, seen in the past, um, like Final Fantasy VII, Kingdom Hearts three, stuff like that. I think we're I think we're gonna get a lot of that. Yeah, uh, and I think of, we'll finally get
1: like a release date for like Last of Us two. Oh yeah, um, absolutely, uh,
0: and things like and, that.
1: And I think we may well get like another couple of exclusive announcements. But I mean, the whole thing about well, saying,
0: but what is the PlayStation conference like? Not and not, and not like the PlayStation E three conference, but like you know, PlayStation has their own like. Uh, convention, you know. Uh yeah, PSX. PSX, yeah. Uh when is that? Usually that's like what, the end of summer? December
1: it's usually late in the year. Oh is it, is it, really year is... it okay. December, okay. like November, December. Mm-hmm. Um but like I think the thing is I think if you look at it from a business point of view, them saying that the PS four is entering its final phase that's that's a very vague and broad term. I mean, the the middle phase of this console's lifetime they regard as being the last three years. Mm-hmm. So the final phase, you don't. It could easily, you know, it could easily be that, you know, they mean that the the PS4 has another three years left in it. So right, it's like so people are that, like running a bit far with it. I think came out
0: came out in what 2014 2013. Yeah, I think. Yeah,
1: I think Ooh. it's five years old.
0: Eight eight years is respectable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good. I mean, did, did, they cool. did say
1: the this this generation could last as long as ten years. So
0: sure, I mean, with with your with your, uh, you know the, uh, you know the the whole quality of life stuff with like the PlayStation Pro and the Xbox, you know, one uh, S X one What's the what's the fancy Xbox? um xbox one x hi i'm i'm hosting a video game podcast yes thank you <laughs> um uh but yeah yeah i mean with that stuff coming out like it, it makes sense like it, it's it's <laughs> to an extent whenever these things have been announced like uh you know a couple years ago uh, PS4 came out of... november 2013 okay all right yeah um yeah but these 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 like halfway steps halfway console steps uh, started to uh, come out. Uh, it kind of reminded me of the old days of things like the the 32x and <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> the, Sega CD. the odd exp- the odd expansions of trying to just squeeze the last drop of life out of something. But yeah. I mean, it's 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 clearly way better, you know, mm-hmm. uh, than those things ever were. Um, but uh, but yeah, I pretty good run. I th- this is a discussion that I think we've had before. Is the PlayStation 4 better than the PlayStation 3? As in game-wise? As Mm. far as... Hmm, exactly. Right? I I mean, uh, there's been some... PS3 was an amazing machine.
1: Yeah. Better? Maybe not. Like, equal, I would say. Like, I I wouldn't say that there was... You know, that is by, by far in a way I could give you a list of PS4 games that's bigger than the list of great games that were on PS3. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, to me, this kind of feels like um, the PS4 just seems like the natural continuation of Sony's sort of um, path. I think, you know, they, they, there's not as genuine, like, whereas in other sort of generations, you've had, like, obvious sort of uplifts in um, the fortunes of, or, you know, the uh, the quality of, like, stuff compared to the other. Like, you look at the the PlayStation 2 compared to the PlayStation 1, like, the PlayStation 2 is just, like, a phenomenally popular console with, like, some, you know, all-time classics Mm -hmm. and the ps3 and i think was kind of um you know off the back of that um you know a solid machine as well and the ps4 just i think they just kind of like very much um just kept the pace i think yeah um but I think one thing I will say for PS4 is I think, in terms of exclusives, I think we've probably gotten a better run this generation.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I always thought that the PS3 had better exclusives than the uh, 360. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, I I I know there are people that would argue that, but I don't think it's a contest at all. <laughs> Yeah, no, and i don't, right. I don't think this generation's been a contest either. Oh like, no, 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 by, no! Like
1: the yeah. um, one of the executives at EA, basically, kind of like through what he said, a lot of the press had kind of like garnered from it that um, I think the PS four is like sold more than double the units of the Xbox One. Yeah um yeah. and that's that's a big gap and like I, I i think that goes back to what i just said about state of decay 2 and sea of thieves um like pubg was a big get for for xbox but as great as that game is it's not enough um and essentially no. that game's still like that's an that's still an early access game it's not
0: full release quality it's it, yeah it's, and it wasn't yeah it wasn't enough when it came out like like it had PUBG came out like i remember this time last year you know or like uh yeah. what what about say june july of of uh well no 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 it was uh because PUBG was announced for xbox one at e3 and so it was already pretty established as a yeah
1: it kind of blew up sort of like around yeah. april time i think PUBG, was yeah, when it yeah. really like exploded i think um, but yeah, I just think the, like, the Xbox one is a fantastic machine and I'm really like happy with it. Like it's a great bit of kit and the game pass as a concept is, is fantastic. And it's a fucking great games that you can play on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like you can play um all of the gears of war games on there it's a shame that they haven't got halo on there but then i guess they got to hold something back um but a lot of the great games that are on there um are games that you can play on other consoles i mean don't get me wrong the fact that you can get game pass and play rise of the um rise of the tomb raider um on it that's that's a pretty cool thing but uh, it right. you know, that could go away, like it could get taken away. But, I mean, there's even things like Pro Evolution Soccer are on there at the moment. Um, so, I mean, they've made some good steps um, with some of the ideas they've had with the Xbox, but I just think that this generation, the past sort of five, six, seven years, Sony with their exclusives are just just nailing it right like uh, pretty much every exclusive that comes out for PS4 uh, is just like at, at least like a very good game if not yeah. like you know god of war is going to be a very very hard game to beat for game of the year yeah, and we've got we've got team. like fucking spider-man coming in september mm-hmm. you know that's another playstation exclusive like who like for Sony. on top to of be.
0: detroit on top of days gone on top of you know yeah. all these other games that are just going to you know like and, you know maybe maybe like detroit maybe day i actually hear like uh i can't uh, i guess i guess it was uh who was i talking to about detroit i think uh danica mentioned that uh, yeah she's hearing like bad things about it and uh i've uh, seen you know. different reviews some say right. that it
1: does some of its stuff very well but it's like it has its issues i think it's it sounds like one of those games that's kind of like like dividing people i think so far Mm -hmm. there's a review embargo lifted today i think
0: yeah and and honestly it's like oh it's it's a game from the people that made uh heavy rain and uh, uh was it beyond human beyond two souls beyond two souls yeah yeah uh uh, yeah like oh it's a divisive game no <laughs> it's a huge surprise it feels like every game they put out there's a big wedge yeah. that people are and like, i think oh th- no this is actually a great game or it's not yeah
1: and i th- I, th- I think the whole thing around it was um his name escapes me now the guy who heads up the developer <laughs> yeah i know you um, yeah i don't think that goes for it not that you should judge the game on that but i think there's like sales of it might be affected by that mm-hmm. um I mean I'm I'm not overly bothered about playing it like I enjoyed Beyond Two Souls but I found it a bit of a slog to get through because um, sure. it's just not my thing. Um so I think it might be a wait and see on that one for me but I mean some um some press outlets were saying that they've had like hands-on gameplay with Days Gone and some of them were saying that oh. right now it doesn't it seems a bit underwhelming Mm. um so like i'm i'm not opposed to there being more zombie games but it's one of those if you're going to go go into a genre like that you've got to give me something that does something like something different with that and if it's an open world as well you need to like stamp put a stamp on it that's gonna separate it from things like horizon and so on and so forth. So you know. But you know, it's a ways off yeah. I mean it's been, yeah. been delayed till twenty twenty nineteen and maybe Oh that's has why it has yeah.
0: Oh jeez, um, man. I, I I don't know. I just feel like with Days Gone it's like just get it out, just get it out. I I, I hate to say it, but I, I don't know. I, I I kinda I'm kinda getting like flashbacks to the order. You know <laughs> where it's like you've beat the drum on it too long like just just put it out we'll make the best of of, of this you know you got so many other great games kind of surrounding it that you could think, oh there's Spiderman, spider-man there's God of War oh and there was these other games you know like I, yeah. I don't want Remember I those? don't want Days Gone to come out at a time when it's like here's the PlayStation exclusive for like three months you know yeah. Um that would that's that's a bad situation, you know. Uh mm-hmm. um, hopefully it'll release sometime like around like I don't know, I I've heard good things about Dreams. Yep. You know, like uh people, I, there, people there are... rave
1: about what what they've played of that every time I see anything about it. So Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That does look like a cool game.
0: Yeah, I mean while well, it might not be my type of thing. Like I'm not big into like the well, no, I loved Mario Maker, but <laughs> I uh <laughs> I you know uh, it might not be something that I'm like crazy in for. It looks like a great one of those games that people love, and that's awesome. Yeah, Uh, and and that's that's exciting. Mm Hmm. Um. Let's see. Well, I guess I guess that's going to kind of wrap it up for this this episode. Yeah. I mean, I can speak briefly about Battlefield Five. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'll get. I'll just run through the basic details. So the other mm-hmm. day there was a reveal show um, for Battlefield Five, which was really, really good and quite funny actually, because Trevor Noah was presenting it, and it was like, it was yeah. it was fun to watch. Um, so it's set in World War Two. Um, the way you can play it, this might be a lot to get your head around. Um, so basically. Um, if you get now it on PC, you buy it via Origin. Um, the standard release date for it is October the 19th. But if you subscribe to Origin Access uh-huh. um, and pre-order the game, you'll be able to access a free trial early on October the 11th. Mm-hmm. If you pre-order the deluxe edition, it will open the game up on October the 16th. I looked earlier on, on the PSN and the deluxe edition is 80 quid. So it's not going to be cheap. However, um, there is no premium pass for this Battlefield game. All post-launch content, maps, Mm -hmm. whatever else they release, um, events, will all be free. There will be no um, paid downloadable content. I had to say that correctly because there will be paid cosmetic purchases. Um so, yeah, there's a lot of, like, cool new stuff. There's, um, like, a lot of customization options. So, whereas before each class kind of had its own look and that was it, now I think you can basically, like, be like, I'm going to salt class. I'm going to be a female. I'm going to have this face paint on, this hat, this jacket, these shoes, whatever, so on and so forth. Um, there's new modes coming. There's new, um, like, monthly events. um, There's a new version of operations called Grand Operations, which they say will take an hour to get through and sort of tells the story of a battle over four days. Um, And there's a lot of cool new stuff, Um, new mechanics. Like if you're a medic, you you might sometimes have to drag the person to safety before you revive Hmm. them because they want to get rid of the revive chains where you could literally be like, syringe everybody, you're all alive again. Um there's other mechanics where like you can shoot grenades out of the air but you you can also pick grenades up throw them back. Um the replacement for the gas mask mechanic which was in Battlefield 1 is now a toolbox so you can build fortifications for buildings. So if a building gets destroyed by a tank you can sort of build it build it back up a little bit. Um with sort of a temporary sort of shack type looking thing. You can build sandbag walls, you can dig foxholes for snipers. Um, and there's um uh, what else there's stationary weapons that you can just drag into position as opposed to them being sat in one place um there is now a lot more destruction in the world, which is crazy to me because there's already a lot of destruction in it um, you can customize the vehicles and weapons. Um and there's also I think which is a new mechanic which I think is kind of similar to something they do like what they do in COD, you can call in reinforcements. So I think you can it, the one it mentions, which is in the trailer, is you can um call in a V1 rocket, which basically just like drops a bomb in an area of the map and just makes things go nuts. Um so yeah, they're gonna do a gameplay show at ea play which i think is just before e3 because they kind of do it as right a yeah thing. they do that thing where where yeah it's like not
0: it's, we're at we're, e3 but we're not at e3 we're taking advantage of e3 but yeah we're not at e3 yeah.
1: yeah so i'm really excited for it like i'm a big yeah um as of battlefield one i'm a big battlefield fan don't go wrong i, I wasn't like I wouldn't say I played that much of the games before it, but Battlefield One is a game I absolutely love and still play a lot of. Right, so I am stoked for it. And there's the archive of um, the live stream I did for the reveal on our YouTube channel. If you want to watch that, and I recommend it nice. because it was it was like it was really funny as well as being informative as well. And also, I'm gonna say a big fuck you to all the people who complained about the fact that there's a female soldier in the in the trailer who has a prosthetic arm because A there were female battalions in both World War 1 and World War 2 one of the most celebrated snipers in military history was a Russian lady who fought in World War 2 also the prosthetic arm she has is a stabiliser which was used commonly in the <sighs> Second World War so if you don't like women or people with prosthetics go fuck yourself
0: <laughs> and that's my rant over. And that's the bottom line. Oh, there you go. Now, now you're speaking my language. Here we go. Yeah, my my subscription to uh, the, the network is 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 expiring. I'm going to let it die. Okay. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. All right. Sorry. This is where I'll get my occasional subtle wrestling joke.
1: Well, yeah, that's fine. If you, as long as, <laughs> as, as long you that. want it from that's the actual era, yeah, exactly. Because that that's be, you know. face it. Wrestling hasn't been good for about fifteen years.
0: No, no, we that's for an that's for another show. That's for another show. <laughs> that's for another show. That's for another show. I awesome. knew you'd react to that. That's why I said, uh, yeah, you you definitely you definitely Button pushed the nerve there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, if you want to push our buttons, let me tell you where you can go. Oh. Um, we are uh, the. There's multiple ways to contact us. You can email us at games at com. We have Twitter Mm -hmm. at talking underscore games. Uh, YouTube, which you might be watching us on right now, youtube.com slash talking games videos. Twitch.tv slash talking games. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just look for Talking Games. Make sure to uh, leave us a comment, a review. It really does help. uh, Especially on iTunes because Uh, most of our listeners are on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty much like every podcast. If you like a podcast, give it a review. It helps it out more Uh than you can imagine. And
1: tell your friends as well, please. Like, if you like what we do, share it and shout about it. Because, you know, we want to grow this thing. Especially our Twitch. Like, I would love for us to have, like, do Twitch streams where we've got, like, 20, 30, 40 people watching us. And mm-hmm. maybe even one day we can become a Twitch partner and do like cool stuff around that. And like wear purple t-shirts with the glitch on it, like nerds. Um, so yeah, please, please uh, spread the word.
0: And, well, you know, you mentioned maybe uh, becoming a <coughs> Twitch partner. We are a humble partner. Uh, you can find links in the show post uh, on the talking comics website for talking games. Uh, so, there are plenty of ways in, of getting in touch with the show and plenty of ways of getting in touch with us. Hugh, where can the people contact you?
1: I am at H underscore Paz on the Twitters. And I am at
0: Johnny Matt Wood on both Twitter and Instagram. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. A uh, S <laughs> M R. I put the A S S and M R. No, I don't know what I'm doing. All right. Um... <laughs> It was funny, though. (laughs) Yeah, it made me laugh, uh, which is uh, pathetic. Um, Well, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Matt. And until next time, dear listeners, be good to one another.